Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right. Good Saturday morning and welcome, welcome to the KMOX Helitech Home Improvement Show. Thanks for joining us Today, I'm Rich Joris again here, taking the wheel for Scott Mosby today. And, you know, I'll be here for you for the next, well, it's a little shorter show with, with the pregame for the Cardinals, about an hour and a half. So you're going to want to jump in. You're going to want to get in fast, get your questions in. I'll be here for all your questions for that time. Anything you need around your home, you can give me a call again, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And, you know, if you remember last Saturday, you know, we talked about a special weekend. Um, It was the last weekend of summer and, and, you know, boy, did the cooler weather turn on like a light switch. It's like someone just walked into the dining room and turned that thermostat down to where they wanted it to be. And, we were off and running. It, it it really hit fast, and that that's great, you know. But today, we can talk a little bit about, you know, getting prepared for fall. It's here. It's coming. The things that we need to do. We can talk about one of my favorite areas, the outdoor party area. You know, we can discuss patios versus decks. When do you need them? When are they best? Um, fire pits, fireplaces, and maybe outdoor kitchens. I mean, yeah, imagine, have you ever thought about having the whole kitchen outside from prep to cooking? How nice would that be? So a lot of great things we can go over. And let's talk about all of that and more. I'm here for you until about 1225. So get in again, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And, you know, I thought I would probably start off kind of with me, giving people a little knowledge if, if if you haven't tuned in a few times when I've filled in. You know, who am I? What do I do? And I, and it kind of came up because I'm going to be doing some some guest speaking on a panel at a, a event with my work and in, in, in the remodeling industry. So they were asking about a, a bio on myself and, and what I've done and things like that. And it just kind of made me think, yeah, you know what, what does everybody really know, you know, about me? How did I get started? Things like that. Uh, I am a, you know, home consultant for Mosby building arts, Scott Mosby's company, but you know, I started my career, Quite a bit ago, about 32 years ago at the age of 18, doing some some painting, uh, yard work, um, some, some minor remodeling stuff for my father's project management and remodeling company. You know, through some hands-on experience, working, going from place to place, becoming, you know, moved into carpentry. And, and you know, lead carpentry on the on job sites, running job sites, all the way to project managing multiple job sites, purchasing and scheduling and, you know, how do you work and get through it all. And so I've also, you know, been through some training. I, I have several certifications from um, for remodeling areas from Certainty Building Products, from the Building Performance Institute and from the EPA. So have have some things that I've learned over the years once I got here and, and started doing project management and things like that, you know, for Scott Mosby at Mosby Building Arts, but then just kind of stepped in and into the, you know, home consulting uh, area for Mosby. And, you know, we look at these areas, you know, a little bit differently. I mean, the reason we kind of looked at bringing someone like myself into it is when we look at some of this stuff, you know, being a solutions-based company, we want to have some knowledge, some good solutions, and really make sure that we're doing the right thing. So we team up and we have a large team and there's a lot of people because I, you know, I haven't been trained in designing a kitchen or I've learned a lot from our designers about, you know, the CAP certification and aging in place and and what should we do you know, handicap wise, different things like that, but that's not my area of expertise, but we have these teams where we can get together 
and design things and work through projects and really figure out, yep, here we go. This is what we got going on. And, and we've got this person really looking at what does it really cost and, and what does it really take to build this? We got me looking at it or someone like me on some of these teams, the construction aspect, you know, how do we not build something that's going to have maintenance issues or a lot of maintenance for someone or different things. And sometimes, you know, low maintenance doesn't necessarily mean no maintenance and it's educating people on stuff like that. And then in there, we need the inside, the designing, how does the house look inside and out? How does it work? So you have all those designers and all those, you know, educated and certified people in that. So the team together is really what makes it so great, so special and get to such great answers for our clients and everything going on. Um, so, you know, kind of what do we have going on around Mosby now? Of course, we're, you know, solutions-based education. We love educating people and, and how we do things. We just had a bathroom webinar. It was about the 10 steps to a successful bathroom remodel. That was last week. If you are interested if you didn't register or you couldn't be there, you couldn't see it, and you're interested in seeing that, you can call our office and ask about it, and they can get you a link to where you can watch something like that. Or they can they can register you for our next event, or you can register at our website. Um, for our next event is Accessible Design, you know, keeping you really living in your home to the fullest for a long time you know, how does that happen? What does it mean? How do we get through it? So one of Mosby's uh, CAPS certified designers, Shannon Cross, will be leading that discussion. She will also have a guest speaker, um, Ryan Whittington. So he is from Seniors Home Care. He's the CEO of Seniors Home Care. And so he'll help have that discussion about what they do and how they can help and you know, how people can help you, not just we can help you make your home work better and last longer, but how people can come in and help you stay in your home longer. And, you know, being there as long as you wish is a great thing financially. If you've been there a long time, it, it costs less to do that than to find something new. And it can really be a great thing for you, you know, in, in staying there and going through it. So, you know, another thing I wanted to kind of, put out there and, and and kind of speak about for just a moment in, in a lot of my clients and a lot of great, you know, Mosby clients, we've been talking a lot about, you know, COVID and the delays and the cost increases and all these different things that have been going on in the past year and a half, you know, almost two years now or so of, of this COVID thing and, and how busy everybody is now and, and, you know, timelines are lengthened. So I just wanted to kind of give a thank you. And, you know, we really appreciate the patience of a lot of my personal clients and, and all of Mosby's clients. And, you know, we have a large backlog, um, larger than ever of the work coming up. You know, they love us, they know us. So they're kind of getting in line in understanding and, you know, what's happening and how it's going down. And we're, we're trying to hire, but we're trying to do it slowly so we can educate these people and not just, you know, and it's, and it's harder to hire. I mean, there's so many things with COVID that has made this, you know, more difficult to get through. So we've just had to kind of slow down, keep control of and stretch this process to continue to do the same thing for all of our clients all the way through so that we can do our best to deliver the same the same quality and the same on-time completion rating and all the same things we've been delivering to them for so many years now. It's just in a different manner. So we do appreciate the help and understanding of those clients. You know, really, when, when all of a sudden you have an appliance that's just not coming in and things just get delayed, there is truly nothing that can happen in some of these situations. So thank you to all of our clients who are dealing with and, and really being supportive of us and, and waiting in line and waiting for the job to start and then waiting for things to come in and things like that. Um, we get through it better than anybody, I believe, still, um, but the things just happen with that. So 
I think what we'll do now is jump into our first break. And if you have anything about that, any stories, any questions, anything going on around your house, again, feel free to give me a call right here today, 314-436-7900, and we'll be right back. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair, celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, we're back. Rich Orr's here filling in today again for Scott Mosby. And I, I do love doing this. Um, I love educating. I love helping people out. Um, and, and I did want to put out there, so we, I was talking about the, the last webinar and the webinar we're um, coming up next uh, month is on the uh, October 27th at 11.30 a.m. So you got about a month to get prepared for that one. But if you're looking for getting information on either of those or watching either of those, you can call our office 314 314- Nine zero nine eighteen hundred, or you can find more information on our website at uh, callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. And speaking of education and helping out, let's see if we could assist Phyllis here with her windows. Phyllis, are you with us? I'm here. Hey, what do you got going on? Thank you for calling in. Well, thank you. I almost called your company this week. Um, I've had I had a window that just started to leak, and I can't really tell exactly where it's coming in at. It's not a lot, but I can tell there could be maybe a little bit of frame damage. There's some discoloration there, but not on my walls or anything. Okay. And, you know, I wondered, you know, it's hard to know who to call to fix something like that. Well, I've called window companies, but they don't do any repairs. Uh-huh. So who do you call, in a, in, you know, if you have that, or maybe I have a little rod around my front door on the outside, the framing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what kind of a company would you call for that? So uh, so Mosby Building Arts, for me and what we do and how we do it, is definitely the best company to have out and take a look at something like that because we we actually do all size projects. So we will do something, you know, a repair or, or something like that, um, or we, all the way up to complete home renovations, remodels, designs, all that stuff. So we can do just a repair, but the best thing, you know, about what we're really doing and when we come out and look at a, a leak like that is to really educate you on fi- finding that leak, figuring out what exactly is going on because um, windows are, are one spot that I see it all too often, windows and roofs for leaks. You know, so many roofing leaks are actually like a wall siding leak, and people don't, you know, know exactly where it's coming from or why, and it's really the wall affecting where it connects to the roof more than it is just the shingles leaking. And windows can be the same way. I see companies replace windows to stop a leak all the time, but the leak is really it's water getting behind the siding at the gable vent or a window of the second floor. And it's running down and getting behind that window. So whether it's the window they replaced or the window that was put in when the house was built, if that water is getting behind siding and coming down, you you have to protect that whole system. You know, you got to really get that correctly. So we can figure it out and explain and sit down and say, You know, maybe it's not a repair and it really has to be replaced and here's why, but at least then you'll have an education and an understanding of this is what's happening and this is what's truly going to fix it for you. And then you can make like that educated decision, you know. So I would definitely say um, if you almost called us last week, I would say definitely call us this week and we will send one of our expert, you know, exterior consultants out to help figure that out for you. All right. So there's a lot of things I can talk about that it can be. It could be five or six or seven different things, depending on the type of window and the age of the house and how it's done and all that. But, you know, I, I would say, yep, go ahead and have us out. There, it's, there's no cost or anything like that. We'll come out, check it out, and let you know what's going on. All right. Well, all I right. thank you very much. Absolutely. No problem. It, Great question and common, very, very common thing, 
you know, that uh, happens all the time. I believe I even kind of talked about it last week, you know, someone replacing windows and new nice windows and just didn't get to everything, kind of did a Band-Aid and didn't actually correct the leak and where the water was actually coming from. So we've got Virginia here on the line. Um, Virginia, are you are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Awesome. Thanks for calling. What do you have? Well, I had a heat-a-later installed in my family room uh, some years ago, and I noticed after the first two years of using it that the wall got so hot that I never used it again. So I called the company, and I asked them if they would please tell me if they had a service for that. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So the guy came out, and he looked at it, and he jiggled it, and he did everything. He says, I don't know what's wrong with it. That was a $125 service call, and I've never done anything since, and that's three or four years now. Wow. Um, Yeah, that is definitely interesting. So when they put this in, um, is it? Is it in like an actual unit that's in the wall where it's flush yes. with the wall? Does, so does no. it have a flue that goes all the way out? or? To the best of my knowledge, they bumped out my garage and put the heater in there, and they said it vented out through somewhere in the garage. I don't know. Okay, I'm- so they built walls out into the garage to kind of house this unit. And, right. and said they vented it straight up and everything. Let me ask right. you this. Do you know, um, did they pull, like, permits for the municipality and did inspectors show up and look at how this was done as they did it? I don't remember. Okay. So, so unfortunately, um, I could see the, the, the issue with someone coming out and trying to look at it and, and see what's going on. Um, my my guess is, you know, when you put in a unit like that and you run a flue to the outside and you do these things, there's there's specific things that have to happen to keep it good and right and safe. And so there's fire, you know, stopping drywall that needs to be put on the inside of that chase. And, yeah. and the pipe has to be so far away from it. If it's a double wall pipe, it can be a little closer. If it's a single wall, it needs to be a little bit further. So there's all these guidelines and stipulations that you have to follow. And if they didn't follow them and maybe the pipe's too close to the wall, maybe it's letting that wall get real hot. Or if they didn't insulate it and do the the fire blocking drywall, then maybe just you're feeling that heat come through because it's, you know, there's no insulation in the wall anymore or they didn't do the fire blocking. So unfortunately... To really figure that out would would really take some some research, getting the specs of the unit, finding out what it needs and how it should be done, and it will probably take getting inside those walls, maybe even from the garage side, to see how is this built and spaced and framed and, and what did they do. I don't know that you could just walk around and look at it and say, you, know, you could say, I think maybe this is what happened. But to really know and find out for sure, there might be a project of some demolition to find out. But it's a shame that you've had it for three or four years and just can't even use it because of that. That's right. And here's what I'd like to really know. Can that be re- – I know it's gas, and I had to, I had to have a gas line moved out, you know, put Yeah, to there. get to it, yeah. <clears throat> I would like to know now, could I have a more modern-looking – uh, insert put in like the ones that you see, you know, with uh, no more. I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked at them. I got mm-hmm. so disgusted after after he left last year and one hundred and twenty five dollars later, and I thought, what should I do? So I just haven't used it. But I wonder, can I have that all taken out and just have a a new modern insert put in. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can definitely replace it. And, um, it's, it's, it's about fitting. So a lot of the modern, more modern kind of fireplaces are wider. 
So, you know, there might be some reframing the opening or, or making those walls in that garage, you know, wider for a bigger opening or, you know, things like that. There's some figuring and designing to say, you know, what is it, pick it out, and then how does it fit and get installed. And that that's why we do so much research and design, too, is to make sure that we put that together in a manner that we're not going to have the wall too hot or there's not going to be, you know, an issue. We're going to pull permits and build it right and all that yeah, sort of stuff. But we could company. certainly do that, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I argue with the company that the logs that they put in there were just too big. Mm-hmm. And it held too much heat. But when I felt the wall, I thought, good God, the wall is hot. Yeah. So I live by myself. I'm and I thought, what in the heck should I do? So I just turned the thing off. Yeah. Yeah, turned that's a shame. I, I would say if you're if you wanna try and find out, you know, again, um have us come out, have us take a look at it. And what we're probably going to offer is like a small job to tear into it, to try and figure it out. Or if you said, well, let's just get a whole new one. Let's get one more model. Let's completely replace it. Then we can just design and figure out what the new one is. And we don't really need to figure out why the old one's making it too hot because we're going to correct that in the rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'd like to have. I'd like to have this thing taken out. And a um, modern, new look. You know, I don't know. I've seen them where just like little flames. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And they know. make electric ones, too. There's plenty of ways to, to do this. So, um, you know, we can certainly help you for with that. I would recommend you give our office at Mosby Building Arts a call on Monday, um, 314-909-1800. And, we can set somebody up to come out and take a look at it. So, Virginia, that was awesome. I'm sorry about that, you know, how you haven't been able to use it. Um, but I do got to get into a break here and let the commercials do their thing. So we will be right back after these. This is the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, we are back. Rich Orris here again, filling in for Scott Mosby today. Got behind the wheel, taking it over for him while he's on a little break. And, you know, love doing it, having fun. Um, Love the calls. If you have anything you got about your house, um, appreciate you calling in for sure. Um, Feel free to give me a call, 314-436-7900 if you're kind of Far away, listening over the internet, you can get it at 800-925-1120. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, fall coming, it's cooling down. You know, what what are some of those maintenance items? What's that checklist that maybe we should be looking at and finding out and getting prepared for, you know, in the fall around the house, you know, and of course... The perfect time to go outside, take a walk around, look at everything. Um, something people don't do real often is look at your foundation. Just just look at it inside and out, anywhere you can see it. Just physically take a, a close look around. You know, look for any areas where um, there there are any cracks that there might be. Look where pipes come through, like your water line comes in the house. You know, just kind of take a visual sight of all of this. Look kind of where the the siding is meeting the foundation to make sure nothing looks out of place or, you know, things like that. And and look at all the the caulking and the gaps and, and everything around, you know, the siding and everything around the outside of the house. Um, storm doors and storm windows. If you have like a storm door where you're swapping out glass and, and screen on, on your front door, you know, now's the time to get that glass in and store that screen away. Same thing with your windows, close up the storm windows and stuff like that as it's starting to cool down. Um, inspect just generally the whole outside of the house. Take just a good close look around, Um, look at your roofing shingles and just make sure 
everything looks in place, that everything looks the right color. Um, when you see a dark area or a dark square where if you have a kind of gray roof or something like that and you see a dark square, that black is the backing of those shingles that you probably had a shingle blow off. You know, just make sure you check all that out. Check the gutters for leaves and clean them out and, you know, all that stuff because more is going to be happening. So if you have some in there now as we're going to start losing them, make sure they're not already clogged before it starts happening you know, even more inspect your driveways, all your sidewalks, driveways. Now is the time to seal all that. Get your sealer on, you know, before it gets too cold and everything. We're going to have some perfect temperatures coming up for sealing concrete. Um, and believe it or not, during this this time of year, there is some interior maintenance and different interior jobs that you might want to think about you know, during the fall, because it is the right time and the right temperatures to, to do some of that. So think about any interior painting, you know, that you might want because you've still got the opportunity to have the windows open and air out the house and all of that. But getting into fall, you know, heading towards winter, you want to look at your fireplaces, have them inspected, have them cleaned. Even um, the gas fireplaces, that um, we were just talking about with Virginia about how it's done. Those things still have flus. They still, you know, have the all the fumes and stuff that go through there. It is still good to have those flus cleaned out. You just don't necessarily need to do it like a wood burning every single year. But if it's if you've if it's been five years or more and you've never done that, have a gas fireplace inspected. Have the flu cleaned out. And have them make sure that it is running, you know, properly and working properly. Um, of course, your HVAC, you know, you want to make sure and get that looked at before the onset of winter for sure. Any wood stoves that you have, same thing. Make sure that they're working, cleaned, and and have all the proper maintenance. Um, test and change your batteries, your your smoke detectors, your carbon dioxide detectors, um, all that stuff. You want to make sure that, you know, you got new batteries and all of that in, in the fall. Here's the perfect time to do it. Um, check out your basement windows, all your windows kind of inside and out, but your basement windows look for drafts and things like that around those basement windows. Cause it'll get cold in that basement. And that's where all your, your heating start trying to run and work and all of that. Um, and, and clean out your, your humidifiers, you know, all of that stuff with that HVAC system or any, any, you know, humidifiers or dehumidifiers that you have around the house or in the basement, make sure they're functioning and clean and, and ready to go for the season going outside. This is the one that's big for me right now. I've been feeling it towards the end of the season, you know, of the lawn and garden maintenance, um, and, and cutting the grass and getting things ready and, and being busy. You know, we've been very busy. So having that stuff cleaned up, ready to go, end the season with it, um, organizing the area, organizing your garage, that's where everything's kind of everywhere because we've been doing so much and been busy at the same time. So, you know, organizing all those garden tools and, and having everything good and cleaned up and, and before the end of the season – if you've got shovels with dirt, you want to make sure you're cleaning them off so they're not sitting all winter, you know, with dirt and moisture, you know, eating away and rusting out your your tools and your shovels. Um, so, again, you know, your leaves are going to be coming down. Think about, you know, maybe not getting rid of or raking up 100% of those leaves, but think about maybe mulching them in to your last cut of the season so that it kind of adds, you know, fuel to the grass. It gives it, you know, food and, and all of that. So it's, it's a great thing to kind of have some of that inside that grass and insulating it for the season and everything. So make sure uh, you, you consider doing that if, you, if your lawnmower can have a mulching, you know, instead of just bagging it up on that, on that lawnmower. Um, you're, get ready for winter here. Um, Think about your snow equipment. Make sure it's ready. Think about the things you purchase and, and buy.
buy them early. You know, we've talked about all these, you know, it's hard to get appliances. It's hard to get all this stuff for remodeling. Well, who knows what's going to happen with the snow melt and the proper snow melt. If you can't find it, you know, we wouldn't recommend that hard salt, but there's other brands out there. So get that stuff early so that you have it and you're not trying to find it. And maybe there's a shortage of it, you know, um, so you definitely don't want to have that. So get your shopping done, ready for winter, plenty, plenty early. So if you have anything else about um, getting prepared or maybe there's something that you do that you'd like to kind of throw out there for everybody that you feel is a good thing, hey, we, we'll take questions, we'll take comments, we'll take stories. We got whatever you need right here. We're going to get into a break, but you feel free to give me a call, 314 314- Four three six seven nine hundred. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, we're back. Rich Orris here filling in today for Scott Mosby. We got a little bit of a shorter show today with the Cardinals. So if you have anything for me, get in right away. Get with us, 314-436-7900. Love to hear from you. But for right now, I wanna, I'm going to kind of stick into all this different things um, with your house, but but what's been going on with COVID and, and remodeling and the housing market and all that stuff because, you know, there's so many things that are, that are different and changed. You know, we were just talking about in remodeling how, you know, cost of increase um, of, of products and of wood and, and different things. I, I had a client just recently that, you know, we've been designing and going through this thing for quite a few months here, three, four months or so. And costs are just even increasing as it's, as it's happening. The oak wood floor got more expensive, you know, things like that cabinets literally went up like 3% during that whole process. They had another increase. Um, but looking at, you know, kind of the housing market and selling your home, because, you know, I I talk all the time, like home maintenance is absolutely so important. Um, and, and it really is, it, what we do is is awesome. And it's, and it's great to make sure that you're up to date and, and all these other things. And you know, yes, people will like an updated home, you know, more than one that isn't, um, and they will probably pay more. You'll get more return out of that investment if it is updated. But if you overlook maintenance, then then you're really, that's the hardest thing. And so I'm looking at, you know, a, a thing from Bob Villa, Bob Villa about what you should do, the 10 projects that you should make sure you handle if you're going to sell your house in these things, absolutely 100% scream maintenance. Almost everything on the list from him, you know, talks about maintenance and, and just making sure things are upkept and, and look nice for everybody. And that's going to do wonders, you know, in trying to, to sell your home. And right now, of course, homes are going for so much money and, you know, so much more than, than they're, they're really even truly worth at this point. People are paying beyond, you know, what they're even being appraised for and, and what the actual value is. But when we, when I look through this list, so the first thing on this list is, is, you know, patching holes and cracks and kind of, you know, touch up paint, make sure, you know, all the walls look like they're in tip top shape, you know, just fill all that stuff and, and make sure that looks good. Um, repairing or updating appliances, making sure that they work, making sure that they function and look nice um, is is a huge thing, you know, in selling the home because people don't want to worry about, again, it's like a maintenance thing. They don't want to buy a home and think, man, am I going to have to replace this stove or or this refrigerator or whatever comes with it, you know, in the next year or so, because they're probably spending a lot to get into it. And they're spending, you know, 20, 30, $40,000 more than, than sometimes beyond, you know, what they can get a loan for and everything to get into a house these days. So the third thing on the list was HVAC maintenance. 
Um, and, and that's important because you're going to have a home inspection. More than likely, you're going to go through all that. So, you know, it will actually help you find these things out prior to getting that home inspection so you can know what you might have to take care of, you know, before you even get into that and you're trying to sell your house and you're getting inspections and everything. So another one he had down was door handles, replace the door handles, make sure they function, repair them, whatever needs to happen to make sure that all the doors are working and the knobs are working and everything, you know, functions really well. Uh, But upgrading the doorknobs is, is a nice feature that's, It can be easy to do. A lot of DIY people could very easily change out doorknobs, and it can be an inexpensive and and really nice upgrade that, you know, maybe not everybody has. Um, Faucet repair replacement, so making sure that all of the bathroom, kitchen, you know, all these faucets work right, that the stoppers work right, and that everything's functioning there. Again, kind of a maintenance thing where, you know, because these things break over time. And if you follow them over time and you get to them as they're happening, if your stopper stops working and holding water, you know, or your drains are getting slow, go ahead and stay on top of all that. So you're not trying to do it all at once, you know, when you're you're trying to sell your home. Um, and, and another interesting one he had on there was updating your face plates. So switches and outlets and you know, all this stuff, you know, um, updating all of that and just getting it a new, good, clean, fresh look. I mean, remember, we're talking, this is all a lot of maintenance stuff. So just making it physically look nice will help you sell your home. Um, Smoke alarms, you know, replace any missing or expired smoke alarms. Make sure they're up to date and working and functioning um, and, and, you know, all of that says so that's going to be another inspection thing that they'll be looking for, but it's also just an eyesore if someone's looking through the home and they see like, you know, the, the plate for the smoke detector, but no smoke detector on it or something like that. You know, it's just people, they will literally tend to start thinking, okay, wow, you know, how is the maintenance upkept on this? And, you know, is this something that, you know, kind of make them think into bigger things. If I, if the smaller things aren't taken care of, is there something big that I might not be aware of? And you don't want them worrying about it. Um, Obviously, if you have any water damage or mold problems or water stains on the ceilings, you're definitely going to want to get that stuff fixed up, taken care of, find the leak, fix the leak, you know, anything like that, obviously repairing any faulty wiring is, is important. Um, and then checking your siding, roofing for damage, caulk, different things like that. Just again, that general maintenance upkeep of the home is so, so important when you're going through and you're going to, you know, sell your home and move on to the next. That's what so many people are worried about and thinking about and when they're going to buy something new. So we're going to get into our last break here of the hour. We'll have about 20 minutes left when we return, so feel free to give me a call after the breaks, 314-436-7900. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. And uh, last segment here, because we got Cardinals coming up. So if you have anything for us, get in very quickly. This will be the last segment, 314-436-7900. But so I prepared a lot of stuff. And my, one of my favorite things, I love the great outdoors. I love everything out back, the patios, the decks, you know, I, I I love getting into those projects and figuring out, you know, how to make them work and and how to build them well. And, and there's a lot of variances here between decks and patios. And, you know, sometimes we get people that want a patio when really a deck would actually work better, would, would you know, make more sense and could really offer a lot more for them. And then other times I I get a lot of people that want decks, but they're very, very close to the ground. And they're like, I'd rather have a deck than a patio. And, but it's so close to the ground that you get all this moisture and and problems with the deck. 
So, you know, really determining patio versus deck, when should you do what? It, it is an important, you know, very important subject, and it's something worth, you know, looking into very well and, and thinking about the maintenance and how long it lasts and, and the different things that each has to offer, you know, when you're going through there. So obviously your patios are normally a lot closer, you know, right on the ground. Your decks are usually up off the ground. So, you know, decks can help with aging in place and getting around. And, and so we turn to them a lot of times when it's people that want to actually, you know, walk out onto that outdoor area without steps because a lot of patios incur steps. The way they have us build houses now, you have to show, you know, at least eight inches of foundation out of the ground before, you know, you you have dirt and everything against the house. So, so it's a good thing for how to build a home, manage water, keep it dry, keep it healthy, but it's a harder thing for how do I get in and out of my house without steps? So if you go to a patio, you know, you're going to have a step there. And so if we do a deck and we can get it off the ground and we can put it flush in with that floor from the inside, then you're going to have more of a flush walkout straight out onto that deck. So, you know, and decks are going to need more inspections and things like that when just regular patios that don't support anything or don't have, you know, super tall retaining walls or anything like that aren't going to need inspections. So there's definitely, you know, a lot said for figuring out, designing and going through and saying, what is the best product for me to put on to the back of this house for me to live with and everything? And, you know, and there's different levels of maintenance for both. So speaking about the different levels of maintenance, we have a comment here or a question from David about um, some maintenance issues. David, are you with us? Yes, I am. Uh, what you were talking about on the Bob Vila list a while ago. Yeah. Um, I will add something to that for you. There is keeping on top of your maintenance items and your damaged items in your house can save you a lot of money in the long run because a lot of building products get discontinued. Oh, yes. And uh, we're, I'm a maintenance director for a, about 150, 160 rental homes. And we run into this a lot. That's something that was built 10 or 15 years ago. The door pattern's not available when we have a busted door or a faucet's not available. And yeah. we wind up replacing two faucets, to, you know, in a master bath to match one again and things like that. Yep. Yeah. So doing that stuff as soon as possible, um, yeah, absolutely is encouraged because, yeah, if you have something with your site and you think, ah, it's not a big deal, it's not letting water in, but I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and that gets discontinued, then, yep, you can't find what you're looking for. The next the question I had is, do you know, do you have a, any kind of sources for kind of, you know, discontinued products or anything that, that in the building material industry? Um, you know, that I don't really, I know there's one for, um, siding that insurance companies use for like vinyl okay. siding and stuff like that, where they can take a sample and cause a lot of times the stuff can still be available and out there. It's just like a different company bought that manufacturing plant. So they start making the exact same thing in the same color, but it's got a mm -hmm. new name. Um, so I, 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 that's the only one I really know of that mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of insurance companies use to find out, you know, what that is. Basically everything else is, is for us has just been homework. Take a shingle off, look at the back of it, or, you know, take a hinge off and, and try and figure out manufacturers names and, and tracking things down you know, to find out if they're, if you can find them anywhere else or, or whatever. I know. That's what we're into right now with two interior doors that were busted. They're Chesapeake Oak. The yeah. manufacturer discontinued making them three or four years ago. So, you know, it, uh, you know, if these had been replaced the last time the house was vacant before we managed it, they would have probably still been available. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I just wanted to throw that in. 
No, I, awesome. I money. Yeah, no, I, I definitely you. appreciate the com- the comment there, David. Thank you, and that's quite a job keeping up with you know that many properties and everything with all the maintenance and finding things. And um, we we did have uh, a door that there was a cabinet company that used to make interior doors that would match their cabinets. And then they kind of stopped doing that. And and we actually ended up finding out the door manufacturer company that that, that bought their system and and was still basically making the same doors, just wasn't with the cabinet company and everything. So research can find that stuff for you and everything. So yeah, thanks for uh, the great comment and everything. David, really appreciate it. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. All right. So, um, yeah, and, and and again, talking about, you know, how important that, that maintenance is to, to just keep everything up and to keep it, you know, together and in ahead of things. So I, I have another client of mine that we've done some work for, and we're, we're speaking with them about doing a kind of a, a maintenance and remodeling plan over, you know, into the future because it's a historical society museum that it, they've, they've, we replaced their roof quite a bit ago is a very complicated situation and they're looking into, you know, how do we, forecast this maintenance probably exactly like you know what what david's got to try and think of doing with you know 150 or or 160 some houses or whatever or you know all of these things like forest park you know the zoo or the art museum or the the downtown memorial you know all these places the they have these maintenance programs. They are literally planning and thinking about, you know, what's next. And you can do that exact same thing. So, so we're looking at doing that for this, you know, possibly maybe next year for this historical society. Well, you can do that same thing for your home. You can, you know, ask questions and do research and and just start thinking like, you know, well, how long does a roof last? You know, if I have this type of roof, well, it's got a 30-year warranty. So you might want to think about, boy, by year 30, I'm probably going to need a roof or, you know, water heaters, you know, basically 12, 14 years. They they don't have water heaters that, that last, you know, 25, 30 you know, I've seen 40-year-old water heaters still just working away, and then we we replace it with a brand new one and say, call me in 12 years, you know? <laughs> so things aren't the way they used to be, but so think about having that sort of plan for your home. And as you learn and, and, and think about, you know, things are just going to happen you know, and it's good to gauge with the warranties, you know, what, how long is that warranty? So, so where do I see this product working and, and, and lasting and, and, you know, what is it going to do for me? So it would be a great thing to have a nice maintenance list and think about these are the things I'm up against and these are the things I'm going to need to do cost wise and maintenance wise to keep up with my home and keep up with, I mean, think about a car. When you buy a car, you need an oil change. They're like, yeah, every 3,000 miles, or now they've got better oil. Maybe it's every five, six, 7,000 miles, but it's still there. It still needs to happen. You know, you're going to need tires, right? Well, your home's going to need all this stuff. Like the roof is like the tires for your car. It's going to have to happen at some point. So it's definitely worth, you know, thinking about and making sure and, you know, it's something sometimes in 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 what we do here with Mosby Building Arts that, you know, I'll get into with a lot of clients and all the designers are always like, man, you're taking all my fun design money on all this, you know, maintenance stuff. And I'm like, well, but, but condensation in the ductwork is way worse than, you know, a, a new faucet. Like that new faucet's awesome, but if you're breathing air that has condensation in the ductwork and mold and things going on, 
these things absolutely have to be addressed first. So I team up on a lot of designs where it is like, let's get the house the way it needs to be. And then we put the cool, fun stuff in it. And that way you're safe, you're protected, it's working, it's functioning. And now you can do all that fun update, make it cool, you know, make it look nice, all of that. So, so speaking of, and looking at, you know, those, those outdoor areas, cause now say you've gone through and you've figured out, all right, I know I want a, a patio instead of a deck. It's going to work out best for me, things like that. Well, what do you need to think about? How do you basically create a great outdoor area for parties and gathering and, you know, all this fun stuff. And, you know, our designers go through this all the time, talking with the clients and figuring out, well, what is your plan? How, you know, how many people, what do you do? How do you cook? Um, you know, I was talking just the other day um, with uh, w- my boss at, at work, Scott Russell, my manager, and he was talking about having five different ways to cook meat on his deck. Like he smokes, he does all these got, and, and basically his wife said, before you get another one, one's got to go. So think about his, his design for his backyard area is going to be much different than a lot of other people. So thinking about very specific things for your use and yourself and what happens. So usually the first thing we're thinking about in trying to figure out a really great outdoor area is seating. Where do you seat? How do you seat? How many people? Where will, you know, where do you put the guests? All this stuff. Are you looking for a table for dining? Are you really like, no, more sofa style stuff? Cause we're really probably never going to eat out there. You know, it's finding out, what's going to work and function for you. One of the next things we always look at is fire. We, we love fire with the outdoors, whether it's a fireplace or a fire pit or a really cool stone fireplace with, you know, a little, little 10, 12 foot chimney. There's all these different ways that you can do that, but, and it'll keep you out there on chillier nights in the fall. You have a little fire pit going and it'll get you actually, you know, outside enjoying it doing what you can do and and really having a good time so think about all these things for yourself or let mosby come in and help you think about that stuff you can contact me and get with us um, at mosby building arts 314-909-1800 or call mosby.com c-a-l-l-m-o-s-b-y com. So that's it for me. Go Cards. They're going to be up next. Hopefully we get a really good game and another really awesome win. Let's go for 15 in a row, man. We are. That's awesome. I'll talk to everybody later. Have a good weekend.